The Wally Show podcast is our daily radio show heard live through the Way FM app each morning and hosted by Wally, Gavin, and me, Betty Rock. For more fun, be sure to connect with us at wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advance Advantage, save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. News can be a little heavy, so we like to do news-ish. Here's Betty. Growing up, my mom always stressed to me the importance of writing a thank you note to yes. anyone and everyone who did anything close to resembling kindness towards me. We do this with our daughter, too. Even professionally, it's like if you go out on an audition, send a thank you note yeah. because it stands out. It honestly does, and it's something that I still do to this day. Mm-hmm. I always make sure to have those thank you notes, those blank cards yeah. at hand so that I can always grab one. But an article I found claims that writing thank you notes has become a thing of the past. Many Americans aren't using snail mail anymore mm-hmm. to carry their words of gratefulness to others so the most common ways to say thank you in the 21st century are a facebook message of course yeah because it's easy it is easy but it also carries no uh, authenticity or no weight yeah yeah it just doesn't matter um another um Another common way was a text message. Yeah, also impersonal. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And then lastly, an email. Yeah, that's even worse. Uh, <gasps> like that's, that's the thing, man. And I, I'm telling you, if you're young and you want to stand out in your career and just in life, if you take a few minutes, because a couple things have to happen. A, you have to find the person's address, which we're not good at. We don't even know each other's phone numbers anymore. That's true. B, you've got to show that you can actually handwrite something that looks good, is legible, and is spelled properly. Mm-hmm. And C, you've got to do this thing called lick an envelope. <laughs> like, and it's going to taste bad. I'm going to warn you now. It's going to taste horrible. You're going to be like, bleh, bleh, what did I just lick? <laughs> but okay? also, too, another big thing is, I think, and this started in my generation has probably gotten worse with Gavin's. But where do you buy stamps? I know. And then, and I know. How much do okay. they really cost? Okay, they cost a million dollars. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be a very expensive process. So you're going to go and buy a thing of stamps. They're going to hand it to you, and they're really, it's a thin thing, and they're going to go, that's $50. And you're like, wait, for what? Right, yeah. for a bunch of stickers. Yeah, for what? And and But that's it. And you can buy them at the grocery store. You can get them from the post office, obviously. Oh, good Did to know. you know when you go to the grocery store, if you uh, are in lane, you can go, oh, and I'd like to get some stamps? Most grocery stores have stamps in the checkout aisle. This is all useful. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Of course you didn't. It's you finally know? paying off for you to be around. I know. So there you go. <laughs> That's how you uh, make a difference in uh, your career and in life. And you just be a good person and uh, send a thank you note. And you know what? Uh, I'll give you the address here to the station so you can send me a thank you note for this information. <laughs> <laughs> it's match! Uh, mania. Uplifting way of him. This is the Wally Show. We're gonna play a little match of mania here. Chance for you to win a prize, uh, way of him prize pack that we'd love to send to you if you can complete your task. The way it works is I've got a uh, list, and you have to get an answer on this list. If you get an answer on the list, you get one point. If you match with one of the members of the show, you get two points. If you get the number one answer, you get three points. Now, here's the thing, though. You've got to get a total of five points, and you only have three questions to do it in. Oof. So you've got some work to do here. So uh, here we go. Uh, here's an example round, okay? Uh, Betty and Gavin. Other than spaghetti, name a type of sauce. Okay, everybody write your answers down. 
Okay. I'll be the contestant here. Other than spaghetti, name a type of sauce. Okay. All okay. right. Um, okay, so now I, as the contestant, would give you my answer first, and I said clam sauce. Wow. Uh, oh. Did, did, it, did either of you, did, Betty Rock, what did you say? I said fettuccine. Okay, that is a sauce, kind of like a clam sauce. Uh, Gavin, what did you say? I wrote Alfredo. Alfredo. Oh, that's which what is, I meant. Is yeah. this the white sauce? Fettuccine yeah. Alfredo. Yeah, Fettuccine yeah, yeah. is the, uh, the, the pasta. noodle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Alfredo. That's so what we I meant. said the same thing. Yeah, this is how uh, <laughs> long I've been working with Betty. I just knew what she meant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I knew it wasn't right, but I knew what she meant. Uh, so, okay. So, as it turns out, clam sauce did not make the list. Well, that's understandable. Yeah, so I don't get a point. But you guys actually made the list at number four. Hey. All right. Yeah. Uh, tomato barbecue salsa taco sauce. Who who calls it taco sauce? Have you ever called yeah, it taco no, sauce? No. no. No, I don't. Never called it taco sauce. That's no, weird. That is Pizza weird. sauce. That made it. Oh, yeah. All right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's how it would work. So I would get no point there and we would move on to the next question. We would question. call him a loser. That's exactly Ooh. it. But we will not do that to you most likely. So <laughs> eight five. I can't speak for Betty. 855-33-WAY-FM <laughs> is the number. We've got a WayFM prize pack. If you want to play along with us here, 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll do a little matrimonia now. Mania. Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. Mary, you are up for Matchamania. Do you think you're up to the task? I hope so. Okay, so the way it works is we're going to ask you some questions. You're going to give us an answer. If you get an answer right on the list, you will get one point. If you match one of the members of the show, you'll get two points. If you get the number one answer, you will get three points. You've got to get a total of five points in three questions. So here we go. Question number one. Name a character from a nursery rhyme. Okay, don't shout out your answer yet, but name a character from a nursery rhyme. Okay, everybody thinking Betty Rock's going through nursery rhymes in her head. I got one. I got mine. Gavin, you got yours? I got mine. Okay, so Mary, what do you say? Little Bo Peep. Little Bo Peep. I I was kind of going through, uh, whatchamacallit, Toy Story, and was trying to think of different (laughs) characters, and Bo Peep popped into my head, Uh but I ended up going with Humpty Dumpty instead. So, no match there for me. Uh, Betty Rock? I went with Little Miss Moffat. Oh, she sat on her tuffet. She did. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. You heard of her? Yeah, she ate her curds yeah. away. That was on the list, Betty Rock, Woo-hoo! but not a match with our good friend Mary here. Uh, number five, Gavin. Uh, I was inspired by Mary, and I went with Mary from Mary Had a Little Lamb. Oh, oh that's, I'd forgotten all about her. Oh, that's a good one. Well, you didn't match with any of us, so uh, that's the bad news. No points there. Uh, the good news is you actually did get the number one answer. Hey! Yay! So you got three points. You're in a good uh, place to win this thing here if you have a good second round. Uh, here we go. Uh, name an irritating sound that comes from a neighbor's apartment or house. Something that they do oh, that's irritating. Oh, I can oh. speak from experience. I on know this Betty one. Rock uh, has people that move furniture nightly. Uh, <laughs> okay, so name an irritating sound uh, that comes from the neighbor's house or apartment. Mary, what do you say? 
I say they're using power tools. Power tools. Mm. Okay. That is irritating. That is definitely irritating. Um, I took a page from Betty Rock's book. She used to tell me a story about a three-year-old next door that screamed nonstop. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Oh, my. So I went with screaming children was the first thing that popped into uh, my head there. And it actually made the number three answer, but okay. not a match with Mary. Oh, okay. Um, I went with dog barking because currently I have a neighbor. Every time they leave, that dog starts barking and whining mm. right by the door. I can't wait for my neighbor to get home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not a match with Mary, but it made uh, the second spot on our list. Number two answer, Betty all right, Rock. Nice all right, all Gavin? Right. I went with just playing loud music all hours of the day. I think that's super annoying. Okay, that made the number one slot. Oh. Okay, so the best Mary could do would be one point, which does not get her there yet. So was Power Tools on the list? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. No points there. Car alarm made the list. Pounding made the list. Like, you're stomping your feet. Okay, Mary. Final question. Here we go. Name a job that is performed in a courtroom. A job in a courtroom. So everybody get your answers down here. Mary needs a minimum of two points. So she's going to have to match with us or get the number one answer. So everybody get your answers down. Betty, uh, Mary, what do you say? A judge. Okay, she goes with judge, okay? Um, Betty Rock, what did you say? I said jury. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's so many <laughs> options here. Yeah. Uh, so not a match there. Uh, I said stenographer. Oh, oh the... What, wait, what do they the do? The court reporter. They oh, type everything. that person, yes. Yes, which actually happened to also be the number one answer. Oh, no. So oh. what that means is Mary That's is... That's what I said. That's what I thought at first. I know, Sorry. but that means Mary is 100% reliant on Gavin. If Gavin said judge, Mary will barely pull this one out. Gavin? I definitely went on, for Gavin. the obvious answer, and I wrote judge down. You Whoa! did! Yes! Yes! The judge uh, only came in number three. Like I, I mean, wow. I, Mary, you were right. You thought it was going to be the number one answer, but the good news is, you and Gavin thought alike, and you are a big winner today. Yay! If I could save time in a bottle. Uplifting way of him. This is the Wally Show. We're going to do a new segment here called Time Capsule Tuesday. Okay, so. The way it works is we're going to pick a year, and then Betty, Gavin, and myself will pick a song from that year that was a big song inside of our Christian format here. And you're going to get to call and tell us which song you want to hear more of, okay? Uh, like it, Some of these could be great songs from the past. Some might be a little more obscure. And some of them you may have forgotten yes. that you loved from back in the day and you're like oh my gosh i remember this yep. yes it's a little blast down uh memory lane a blast from the past uh-huh. so uh betty rock what year are we gonna go to 1994 there you go wow. 1994 all right gavin you were not born yet nope uh, so you, this might be all speculation when you pick your song. Uh, what song did you pick? <laughs> okay, so thought I knew every single Stephen Curtis Chapman song imaginable. Yeah. But I'd not actually heard this one before. Okay. And I loved it. A this big is song. King of the Jungle. Okay. 
never heard this either. Have you heard this rock? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounds like a VBS song. It does. It does. Yeah, it's easily singable, though. So oh, yeah. it's got that going for it. All right, Lady Rock, what did you, uh, you know, uh, let me go next, please. Okay. Uh, I uh, went with a young Rebecca St. James, oh. who was very popular in the 90s. Oh, and yeah. she is the older sister of Luke and uh, Joel from For King and Country. So a very yes. musical family. Uh, and I went with uh, Here I Am. Sounds so much like that uh, other band, Boy Meets Girl. Catch a fallen star, carry you back into my arms. Sounds just like that. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, because yeah, I'm older than you. Uh, so, Lady Rock, that was mine. What is yours? All right, guys, I'm going with a bop, as the kids call it. The winner of the Dove Awards New Artist of the Year in 1994. Oh, okay. no way. Clay Cross with I Call Your Name. What? Oh, man. Wow. When you said this was a bop, I uh, did not believe you, and now I was wrong. I see. Thank you. You were all mistaken, but that, that is a bop. That's good. That back. is a dated bop. I love this. Okay, so those are your three choices here. We have Stephen Curtis Chapman, King of the Jungle. Wow. Uh, Rebecca St. James, Here I Am, probably the only one of those songs that's recognizable. And uh, Lady Rock's uh, Clay Cross, I Call Your Name. So, one of those songs... And now, if you haven't heard any of those, you don't know them, you can just tell us one, two, or three, and we'll know which one you're talking about. But if one of those was one of your favorite songs from back in the day, let us know. Majority Rules here, 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. If I could say time in a bottle, what I see is telling me this world's gone crazy. This is the Wally Show. Katrina, welcome to the first ever Time Capsule Tuesday, where we have three songs from 1994 that we've played, uh, you know, the hooks of. You've heard them. Uh, Stephen Curtis, Chapman, King of the Jungle, Rebecca St. James, Here I Am, and Clay Cross, I Call Your Name. So, you get to make the deciding vote here. Which of those three songs do you want to hear? Uh, King of the Jungle, for sure. For sure, by Stephen Curtis Chapman. For sure. This is a song that I have never heard by Stephen Curtis Chapman ever in my entire life. And wow. honestly, do we really? want to hear it again? I'm not sure. I don't know. I think I do. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Katrina, why are you such a big fan of the song? Um, you know, I I grew up listening to it. I could actually finish singing what uh, you'd already played um, just a minute ago, and it, it gets me excited every time. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Uh, so, all right, here you go. Uh, the next thing I need you to do for me is uh, throw out a number real quick between one and three. Uh, three. Three. Oh, shoot. That's how much of the song we're playing. Three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here you go. It is King of the Jungle by Stephen Curtis Chapman on Time Capsule Tuesday, all the way back to 1994. Well, the day has just begun and I'm already running late With too many irons in the fire and too much on 
picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to accomplish and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends, your family, or what have you. And you can earn accredited degrees from Colorado Christian without ever setting foot on campus. So there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally. Uplifting Way FM. Wonder if Wally will have an opinion on this. Wally, I respect you, but word to the wise, never trust a short man named Wally. It's the Wally Show. Boy, howdy, the Supreme Court is on a conservative values role for sure. Obviously, you're aware of Roe versus Wade. Uh, but a few weeks ago, we had talked about the high school football coach who was let go because he had kind of promised God that win or lose, he would go to the 50-yard line after the game and pray. Well, the school board said he could not do this because, uh, you know, God forbid kids see or hear this kind of thing. I mean, honestly, I start to get to where I think that's part of what's wrong with our country is we've removed God from everything, and you watch kids grow up and do horrific things Mm -hmm. because God's been taken out of every part of life and we're reaping the damaging rewards from that, I think, you know, but that was a decision that was made a while ago to try to keep church and school and all that stuff separate. But on Monday, the Supreme Court said that the separation of church and state rule does not prohibit public school employees from praying aloud on the job or near students. It was a six to three uh, decision, and dissenting Justice Sonia Sotomayor uh, said that the case is not about whether a public school, or the case is about whether a public school must permit a school official to kneel and bow his head and say a prayer at the center of a school event. The Constitution does not authorize, let alone require, public schools to embrace this context. But the problem is, the part she missed is it also doesn't preclude them from doing it either. Mm. That's where the the problem has been this whole time: the misconception or the mis interpretation of separation of church and state. They said, well, that that's like God can't be anywhere in government. The original idea behind separation of church and state was that the government couldn't tell you what religion to be. It mm-hmm. wasn't that religion had to pretend it doesn't exist. It was that we can't mandate a religion on you. That was where that whole thing started from. But then it swung out, you know, to where it is today. And I said this the first time we did this story, but I think it bears repeating in the context of everything we're going through. Had this coach been at the 50-yard line with his team after the game to tell them to live their truth, change your gender, do whatever feels good to you instead of praying for them, mm-hmm. he would have been honored, not fired. Yep. And that right there is part of the problem. Uh, coach Kennedy said, uh, this is just so awesome. Uh, I, all I ever wanted was to be back on the field with my guys. Uh, I'm incredibly grateful to the Supreme Court and my fantastic legal team and everyone who supported us. I thank God for answering our prayers and sustaining my family through this long battle. So 
I wonder go. who brought it to the attention of the Supreme Court justice. Like, was it some of the the kids on his team? Were no, the parents angry? I, well, about Well, what it? happened was you know, there were people that were angry about it, and and then school officials were like, "You just can't do this." And so then he fought back. Then it went to court, and then mm. it went to, it elevated through the court system from wow. there. I'm kind of surprised on that ruling. I am too, but I think it's a good precedent, man. I, mm-hmm. I love that. I think it's a good thing that's happened today uh, in the Supreme Court for sure. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show, and usually when you get a phone call at 2 in the morning, you're like, oh, this is not going to be good. Uh, recently, I got a phone call from Rome and oh. 2 in the morning, like, oh, this can't be good. Uh, but then I thought, oh, wait, no, it could be good. It could be great news because uh, Delta had lost my bag when I went on a cruise, uh, a nine-day cruise, and my bag just disappeared, and it got lost somewhere in Rome. And... I did the entire cruise with one set of clothes, basically, and had to buy uh, some shirts and stuff when I was out and about. First world problem. Fully understand that. Yeah. Uh, but it was annoying. But uh, they they continued with it and uh, continued trying to track it down. To their credit, I was surprised. So then I got another phone call the other day, and I never answer numbers I don't know. And it was from our area, and I'm like, I I, I, I told my wife, I just I was driving, I'm like just grab it and see. And it was. Delta saying, hey, we have your bag here oh. in the country, and we are bringing it to your house. Hey. Nice. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I never thought I was going to see that again. And how many days had it been? 16 days. 16 yeah. days. Yeah, my, my bag had its own Instagram account, and it, <laughs> it had a great vacation. It was all over. It was in Mykonos, Greece. Uh, I think it went to Charles de Gaulle Airport in France. Like, wow. It, it really had a time. But what great news. I yes. mean, you, you thought it might be a spam call, but instead yep. it turned out to be fantastic. It was, and I was so happy. And so that's what I'm curious about. What was the last great phone call you got? Like, I was really excited, too. I'm like, I, I was like, oh, my goodness. Because, like, I had a pair of, like, vintage Converse and stuff, and I knew I wasn't going to get enough money from the airline because they never pay you what you truly had mm-hmm. in the bag. Uh, and so it was like, oh, I got all my stuff back. I was so happy. You have no idea. <laughs> um, and a man excited over his shoes. I know. It, I, as I hear it, I get it, but I was still really, really excited. And I wasn't even mad like anymore. I'm like, all right, it's just good to have it. So that was my great phone call. What was the last great phone call you got? Because sometimes phone calls can be a little like ominous, but what was one that you got that you're like, man, I am so glad I got that call. That's amazing. 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. 855-33-WAY-FM. Oh, I got another one, too. I'll wait and hold that one. I've been on a, a phone call tear lately. Wow. Yeah, okay. like a lot of good things phone call-wise. 855-33-WAY-FM. We'll take yours now. Michelle, what was the last great phone call you got? It was from my sister. Um, I live in Alabama, and she's in New Jersey. And I've seen her uh, through all this COVID and stuff. She's come to visit me, but I haven't been back home for four years. And she was like come down for the 4th of July weekend. So that was my best call. I mean, I just turned around and got some tickets, and me and my husband are going to fly it out this weekend and go see my sister and brother. Oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic, and I love that through all this time, you and your sister have been able to keep a strong relationship. That's so cool. I'm just happy to get to go see them this weekend. Well, are you bringing the hot dogs? If so, uh, based on my flight experience, put them in your carry-on, uh, or else it's <laughs> oh, going to ruin yeah. 4th of July. <laughs> don't put hot dogs in your carry-on. That's the first thing that you know. should remember. I don't know. If you get hungry or you're stranded, no, you're covered. never. No. <laughs> All right, Kelsey, you're up. What was that great phone call that you took? 
I got a great call that I was accepted into medical school. Nice! All right, what part of Mexico? No. Like a, a good call is I got accepted into medical school in Mexico. A great call is I got accepted into medical school in the United States. Oh. So now this is your first step into med school. Do you know what you want to specialize in yet? Um, I did some emergency medicine research at Vanderbilt, and I absolutely loved it. So I'm leaning towards emergency medicine. The pandemic also kind of helped that out as well. I really wanted to be on the front lines. Good for you. I love people like you that are like, I want to be where the action is. I want to be on the front lines. That's amazing. Well, congratulations. And you know what? This is a great phone call that I'm glad we picked up because it's made me feel good, too. Oh, so great. Glory to God. So what was the last great phone call you got? I was in college at Ball State in Indiana, which is in Muncie. And I was on my way to a leadership conference. And I put my Bible on top of the car and it flew off during that time. And this was a special Bible because it was given to me by my church as a graduation gift. I got a call. It had been seven, maybe 10 years later, and that they had found my Bible at church in Valparaiso, Indiana. So it flew off three hours away from where I was at. But it was pretty amazing that I got my Bible back. How did they find you? Like, did you have a name and an address and they searched it like that? Well, it was a gift from my church, but when I was in high school, so they called that church and telling them that they had my Bible. And of course, they put in touch to my parents and my family there who then got in touch with me. Oh, wow. It was pretty, pretty amazing. And somebody had been using it. So, Oh, that's really cool. So yeah, your Bible, even though you didn't have it, was still being used, you know, which is a good thing. That's what Bibles should be. Yes, absolutely. I look forward to meeting that person hopefully one day. So, Kevin, what's a great phone call that you got recently? All right. Well, so I was sitting at home, got a number I didn't recognize. And my son said, Dad, answer it and put it on speakerphone. It'll probably be very funny. So I did. And he's like, hey, is this Kevin? I said, it is. He goes, that's Kurt Cameron. Like the Kurt Cameron. The Kurt Cameron. And so as I let him talk for a second, sure enough, it was him. Now, we have a mutual friend, so it wasn't unusual that maybe I would get a call, something like that. Oh, sure. That's but, a weird flex. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. unusual that I get calls from Kirk Cameron <laughs> every once in a while. Well, you have to understand, I used to own a clothing company. In fact, you and I have actually met in studio. I brought you some samples years ago. Oh. And we had a shirt called Christmas with Christ in parentheses that you actually have worn and I've seen video of you doing one of your Christmas shows with Toby Mac. And so Kurt was getting ready to promote Saving Christmas. And he wanted to get some of the shirt with, again, the word Christmas with Christ in parentheses. He invited me to the screening at Liberty University. And our, that part of our brand just exploded thanks to that phone call. So... Yeah, had I not picked up that phone call, none of that would have ever happened. There you go. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. I got to do a thing with him one time at an event, and uh, we've had him on the show a couple times, and I've always got on with him really good. I I like him a lot. Yeah, he's good people. All right, Haley, you're up. What was your last great phone call? I had been working at this uh, previous position for seven and a half years, and I got let go. I guess you and I have a different definition of good phone calls. Like, yeah, I got a phone call, so I was fired. <laughs> Pretty great no, day. No, 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 no. So I was working from home, and I was like, okay, this is fine. I'm okay. And I get this text message. Are you looking for work? And I was like, this is probably one of those scams. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and so I answered it, and they they said, you know, same position that I had before. They can double that I had before. Everything, everything sounded good. 
I answered the phone call and I was pretty much hired on the spot and I'm working at that location right now. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Phone calls that always come with double the pay are a lot of fun. Those are good phone calls. Yeah. I'd always find the time to take that call. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you'll ever get one. Uh. Um, <laughs> If there's one thing that COVID showed us, it's that we don't have to be in the same office, let alone the same state, to get things done. Hey, it's Wally, and I thought when it came to things like a new home loan or a cash-out refinance, I would never look to the internet. But man, I was wrong. I am so glad I found United Faith Mortgage. Sure, we started online, but every time I call, they pick up, and more than that, they know me. Plus, they're faith-based, family-owned, and they have a direct lender advantage, which might help you get a better rate, saving you big money. I did a cash-out refinance with United Faith Mortgage, and here's my guy, Ron on why it works. I've never seen a market quite like this, where the values have increased so much over the last couple of years. If you're looking to put that dream pool in your backyard, pay off some credit card debts, whatever it may be, now is definitely the time to give a phone call and see what we could do for you. So if you need a new home loan, they got you. If you want to do a cash-out refinance like I did, they got you. United Faith Mortgage. Start online, call anytime. UnitedFaithMortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Uplifting Way FM. He's wise beyond his years. I can't really tell, but it seems like he's very good. Here's Gavin. I think that everybody has someone in their life that is really good at telling when you're lying. Mm, Whether my it's wife. A, yeah, yeah, spouse, a parent. Yeah. She can catch you in anything? Anything. Yeah, because I get what we call in my family and even hear stupid face. <laughs> like, I wish I didn't have it, but like, I'll say something that I know is not true. And then it's like, I get this look on my face and everyone goes, you have stupid face. I'm like, ah, could we come up with a better name for it? <laughs> it <laughs> but just it sums it up so well. Yeah. It seems hurtful, it's honestly. Perfect. But if you want to increase your chances of being the person who is good at catching people in a lie, the FBI, the actual FBI, released this study that said that there are five things that you should pay attention to to become a human lie detector. Oh, this is really good, especially for Betty Rock, too, being uh, single in the dating pool there. Mm. Ooh, good call. That's good Very helpful. That's a good point. So the first one is be nice to the person because you want them to think that you're somebody that they can talk and talk and talk Uh, to. And then eventually... They are going to slip up if they talk too much. Okay, I get that. Good cop, bad cop. I got that. Yep. All right. The the second one, I think this one's actually interesting because it goes against what we've all believed. It says, don't obsess over body language. Mm. They say that things like lack of eye contact or fidgeting aren't actually always going to be signs of a lie that you think they are. Don't waste your time focusing in on one little thing like that. Yeah, you can use this with your kids though too as well as, as I'm thinking about this too, you know, like lure them in and be like, okay, did you break the uh, vase there? Uh, you know, you're not in trouble. We're just gonna be friends here. Talk about it. And then like watch their body language. I've always heard look up and to the left. If you look up and to the left, you're lying. That's what I've always heard. Hmm. So, yeah, like, like you just did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm practicing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, or are you huh. lying? Yeah. Yeah, what happens if you look to the right? What does that mean? I don't. I have oh. no idea. But like, yeah, does this shirt make me look fat? You just looked left. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one is ask unanticipated questions. I think mm-hmm. that one's good because you, yeah. you, they might be prepared right. with responses to what you think that they might ask. Okay, hit them with something new. Uh, use strategic evidence. Mm. Like actually ask for them to show you something. Uh. Like if they say. 
I didn't eat the last right. Pringle in the can. It's like, well, go get me that can right now. Yep. And let me see if your little hand fits in there. <laughs> you know, and if there's little fingerprints and grease on your fingers, we know you did. Wow. Sounds like you're speaking from experience. Oh, yeah. I'm a parent. Uh, yeah, you have to. <laughs> And this last one does deal with patience. It says, don't challenge them too early. Let the conversation go on for a while before you start your attempt at trapping the person yeah. with evidence. There is something really fun as a parent of, yeah. like, you know your kid is sitting there oh, with ice yeah. cream all over their face. And like, did you eat the ice cream? No. Are you sure you didn't? No. <laughs> you would never do that to daddy because you love him, right? Absolutely, I love you. I would never do this. And then and then you just kind of reel him in and then you just lower the boom on him. Uh, that, that's kind of the fun part of parenting. That sounds healthy. Sounds good. I yeah. can't wait to do that someday. Oh, yeah, you'll have a blast with it, yeah. So keep these in mind uh, when you're dealing with your kids because these could definitely help you out. I saw that going differently in my mind. Uplifting way of him. This is the Wally Show with Mind Blown. Mind Blown. Mind Blown. This is where I will make you the most interesting person in any room you walk into if you will just follow one easy step. Remember what I say. That's it. one easy step to this. It's not <laughs> a plan. When you think about Wally, you yeah. think he is the most interesting person in the room. In every room. That's my goal. And so, uh, if you'll remember some of the things I tell you, you can pull them out at a moment's notice. So, uh, we'll uh, walk you through the scenario. Uh, Betty Rock and I are hanging out. There's a couple people milling about. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're just kind of having conversation. And uh, Betty Rock asked me a question. Because I have my phone pulled out and I'm showing you the 157 pictures I have on my phone of Buford Beans, my cat. And I love them all. he is the cutest thing. I'm not tired of this yet. <laughs> and I'm now on photo 23. Mm. I then look at you Gonna and be I... going to a day. <laughs> I then look at you and ask, hey, do you know anything about pets? You know, as... Luck would have it. I actually do. I, too, am a pet owner. See how this plays out? We just have a conversation. I, too, am a pet owner. But did you know that as much as you love uh, Buford Beans, he's not one in a million. He's yes, not, he is to no, me. He's not one in a billion. What? He is one in 20 quintillion animals living on the earth. 20 quintillion. You know how much that is? No. That is 20 billion billion. Mm. Yeah, it is, it is, it is a, a 20 followed by how many number uh, zeros do you think after that? Because, like, if a million is, uh, what, seven figures? Well. Oh, not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. I see you're thinking. See, she's engaged. She's thinking. She just did her thinking face. I know I got her now. <laughs> Tongue out to the side. Eyes rolled up. Uh, that is a uh, 20 followed by 19 zeros. Oh, boy. 19. Yeah. 19 of those That's a lot of boys. animals. Oh, it is a lot of animals. But then like, you're like, really? Is How do you know this? Honestly, yeah. scientists? I don't know. And then, so then I started thinking about that, and I go, you know what? There's this uh, really funny comedian, Nate Bargatze, who uh, had this exact same thought about science and that they could just be lying to us. I don't believe in science. It's like I don't understand it, so it's easier not to believe in it. <laughs> they could be making stuff up, you know? I read that they said, like, cockroaches are, like, 350 million years old, and it's like, are they, or do you know? I don't know how to go figure that out, because that's what I think you're doing. I think you know that I wouldn't even have a clue to start to figure that out, or want to, so you're just throwing numbers out. Pluto's not a planet. It's not been a planet for a while. That's how long I've been out of science. Like, you can't just jam Pluto down my throat my whole life, and then right when I get out of school, you're like, we were just kidding about Pluto. Uh, that affected me, you know? Like, in elementary school, I got a C because I forgot to put Pluto. And turns out, I should have got above an A. That's what I should have got. I should have probably been teaching the class because I nailed it years ago. <laughs> there you go. That's Nate Bargatze. A little comedy from him as well as some facts for you on Mind Blown. 
Lifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and it seems so easy for companies to win today and to earn your business. It doesn't take a lot because there's so many that do it so badly right. that when somebody does the littlest thing, you're like, "That was amazing! I, you have earned my business." <laughs> and that's exactly what happened with me. So I have um, a cat, and I order some of the things that he needs through Chewies.com, and it's just a pet service that they they provide all the equipment that you need to take care of your pet whether that be food litter toys whatever so anyways i ordered some food got my shipment in and when i opened it i noticed that one of the bags of food had busted in the box and so there were little pellets of dry cat food all in it now i still had the cat food but i did let them know i was like hey you know i don't know if you need to package things differently but i got a busted bag and First thing that blew me away is I call customer service line and I directly get someone. Oh, that so I is got a, a person. Oh, and how long were you on hold? Two hours, three hours? No, not yeah. at all. See, that's right there. I know. It right was there. amazing. So I got to talk to a person and they were like, I am so sorry for that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you that whole shipment again. Nice. So See? I got, I, and I didn't get... I didn't get uh, have to pay for anything yeah. extra. And you are a loyal customer to them now. And it cost them, what, maybe 10 bucks? You know, like, right. so, like, that is worth it to them. And on top of that, because I, I mean, if you ask me, my Buford Beans, my little kitty cat, he is the cutest thing in the whole wide world. They wanted, they asked me if I would send them a picture of Buford <laughs> so Beans so they could see the pet that is getting so all smart. these fun things. Because you're a proud mama and they know I that. Am. I mean, I don't, I don't even care how calculated this is. Is. It's so smart. I don't either, and yeah. I'm a sucker. You fell for it. They reeled you in. Oh, you want to see my boy? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that, but that, again, that's really good customer service. It is. That same company, some lady had asked if she could send back some dog food because her dog had passed away, mm-hmm. and they sent her flowers. You know, it's oh like in a handwritten goodness. note saying, "Hey, we're sorry. Just donate that food," and they refunded her. You go so, above yeah. and beyond. Like that's it, man. And so I'm real curious. Have you ever come across a company that just lived this out and it was really good customer service because I know we can all complain about bad customer service you see it every day unfortunately but what are the companies that are getting it right and how I'd love to hear your story this would be sad one call you know (laughs) 855 and it's about Chewy's 855-33-WAY-FM is the number that's 855-33-WAY-FM I'd love to hear your good customer service story now what other companies are really doing customer service right? A couple of Christmases ago, I ordered through OldNavy.com, and I got the message that my package had been delivered. I searched everywhere. I could not find the package, so I called them. Uh, this is a bunch of Christmas presents, and I needed the package. They resent everything that I had ordered, anything that was um, no longer in stock, they gave, they refunded me for, plus they gave me $30 in-store credit to you. Really? Wow. That's amazing. Yes. And it wasn't their yes. fault that it got lost. You probably no. got porch pirated. Exactly. When you told them about this situation, did you like have to give them some attitude for them to actually do all these things for you? No, I just said, look, I, I just wanted you to know, I'm calling to check on my package. It says it was delivered. I've checked with my neighbors. I've checked the same number, but the street over. They said, no problem. They pulled it right up, and it was delivered to me well in time for Christmas, and everybody was happy. There is a guy four doors down, though, that is wearing some really nice Old Navy clothes. (laughs) You know? Yeah. 
Well, that's good. So Old Navy did you right. I love to hear that. Nicely done, Dawn. Thank you. You guys have a blessed day, and thank you for all you do for starting our day off positive, and God bless you all. Well, it's just our customer service. That's what we do here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> So, Kimberly, you too like Chewies? I do. Two years ago, Mother's Day weekend, we had to put my coal cat down. And about three weeks later, I received an unexpected package from Chewy. It had a picture of a painting of Cole and our dog, Myra. And I had not even notified Chewy that Cole had passed away yet. So apparently they just occasionally will send out pictures of your pet if you have your pet's picture on your profile. Oh, Oh my goodness. Boy, the timing could not have been better for that than than what happened. Oh, I bet. (laughs) Did you hang it up in your home somewhere? I actually haven't figured out where to hang them yet. And we have a senior Westie that I'm considering getting a picture of him painted too because I felt bad that he didn't have one. (laughs) (laughs) The senior Westie's like, I don't want my face painted up there yet. Why are you in such a hurry to paint me? (laughs) Well, Kimberly, that's a great one. It sounds like Chewy's is killing it on the customer service for sure. They are definitely amazing. I've never had a horrible experience with them. All right, Jennifer, you're up. What was a company that exhibited fantastic customer service for you? Phillips Home Improvements out of Allen, Texas. So what happened? What'd they do? Yeah, so back in 2011, um, I had had a couple of really rough contractor experiences where the projects drew out really long, uh, maybe the crews came and went, and I only had saw maybe one hour in a day's time. They might skip a couple of days and come back, and and it drew out for months, my project did. And then I also had um, an issue where, as a woman, um, they really didn't want to speak to me. They wanted to speak to my husband. I guess they figured I didn't have a whole lot to say about my project. And so, consequently, I had a, I had a bad taste in my mouth about, about contractors. And so, in 2011, I had heard about Phillips Home Improvements and what a great job they do and about their customer service and workmanship beyond your expectations. And so, I called them and they came in and did my gutters and they did my exterior painting. Um, I wish I'd known that they do roofs as well, or I, I would have I would have had them to do that also. But I had such a great experience. Um, they walked me hand in hand through the project. They kept me apprised of everything that was going on, and so uh, it was a great experience. And it was timely. And consequently, in 2016, after my kiddos graduated, and it was time for me to get back in the workforce. Um, first job that I see is a, a job with Phillips Home Improvements, and so. I called, I came in for an interview, and I've been there for six years, and it was my first job interview bet. (laughs) That's kind of cool. So you had such a great experience. You're like, I want to work at this place and make sure that other people continue to have good experiences. That's super cool. That speaks volumes about their work. That's why I'll still eat at Chick-fil-A because my daughter worked there, and she still likes to go there. And I'm like, okay, good. So they treated you well, (laughs) and there's nothing weird going on in the kitchen. So And you know Taco Bell employees ain't doing that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, potties, you're making a difference because of you and the people that listen to the show on Way FM terrestrially, if you want to call it that. We have sent over 47,000 meals to the people that are struggling in Ukraine after they've been displaced because of the war. That is pretty stinking amazing. And I love the fact that you're getting to partner with us in ministry right now in a very tangible way. You're not only helping feed people, but you're also making sure that they get the gospel as well. So thank you 
so, so much. But sadly, as the war stretches on, the need is still there and becoming greater. Here's the great news, though. It only takes 25 cents to send one meal. So for about the cost of a dinner out for you and your family, you could make sure that a couple hundred meals are sent to Ukrainian refugee families. Can you imagine what a relief that is for moms who have no idea how they're going to feed their kids from day to day? This is truly ministering to the orphans and widows, like the Bible says in James. And we'd love to keep that going and send another 25,000 meals to Ukraine in just the next couple weeks. I'm in. I'll never ask you to do something I'm not willing to do myself. So if you want to help out, just text the word WALLY to 91999. And again, thank you so much for even considering this. And let's make a difference. Let's do something huge today. Again, text the word WALLY to 91999. These are the least important stories out of Hollywood, but nonetheless entertaining. Here's Betty Rock with the least of these. I'm sure Wally and Gavin will agree with me on this. Not only does Jason Momoa look like a superhero, but he lives up to one as well. Uh, yeah, I think he looks like one. I don't know much about his personal life, but I, I, I think I've heard like him doing kind things. <laughs> well, he's six foot four. Wow. Two hundred and fourteen pounds. Oh. My. Wow, Gavin, you're, if you were taller, you would be Jason Momoa. I know. That's I amazing. Literally the same weight as him. I've never. <laughs> and at 4'11, it looks uh, different, you know? 5'6. Oh. <laughs> it looks uh. different. <laughs> well, Jason Momoa, who plays the role of Aquaman in the hit DC films, has made it his personal mission to protect the ocean by advocating for a limit on single use plastics. Okay. He even went as far as to start his own company, and it's so fun to say, Mananalu. Oh. Mananalu. What's it? Does it mean anything? I, I don't know. But they sell water in cans <laughs> and not the typical plastic bottles. Okay. okay. Well, for all his effort, he was recently named the United Nations Environment Programs Advocate for Life Below Water. Life Below Water. That makes sense because he's Aquaman too. Right. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And he said, "Quote: For me, the ocean is an ancient teacher, a guide, and a muse. Mm. Without a healthy ocean, life on our planet as we know it would not exist." Okay. Here's what I hope. I, I hope that in some weird world, like God has given him all this other stuff. Okay, God has made Looks, him six foot four. God height. has made him strikingly good looking. And his really hair. Good hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God nice has beard. made him an Adonis. God has made him amazing. Okay. <laughs> but and and God even went as far as to make him Aquaman. But I'm hoping. Here's what I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping that God also prevented him from ever learning how to swim, so he what? has to wear floaties. <laughs> so you see this giant man of a man in the uh, pool with floaties on going, I'm a little scared here. <laughs> I'm like, that. Exactly. That would make my day. It like, would make mine too. <laughs> absolutely. All right. I guess we uh, will probably never get that wish, but it's fun to dream. That's going to do it for your least of these. Thank you, Lady Rock. And now for some good news. Uplifting way of him. This is the Wally Show. We do a little good news. Giddy up. You know your news feed, and watching the news can be a bit cantankerous sometimes. So <laughs> that's why we do good news. Giddy up. So some good in the world. Betty Rock, let's start with you. Good news. Giddy up. Go. As a kid, it is so important when you lose a tooth, man, that is mm. like. 
It's money. It oh, yeah. literally is money because when you put it under your pillow and the tooth fairy comes, you get the money. It's a great day. That's so true. But there was a little girl on a flight uh, from South Carolina and she lost a tooth on that flight and she couldn't find the tooth. Oh, no. They searched high and low and she was so sad about it. But Captain Josh, he stepped up and he wrote her a note to give and put underneath her pillow to the tooth fairy. Oh, nice. It said, Dear Tooth Fairy, Lena had a tooth fall out on her flight. Please take this note in place of her tooth. Oh, that's so sweet. Because <laughs> everybody knows, like, captains fly, tooth fairies fly. He pulled some weight, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's good that he was on her side. So sweet. Gavin, good news, giddy up, go. There was a 15-year-old in Texas. He almost died in a car crash, but he actually came back. So doctors pronounced him dead, but his mom told him to keep fighting, and then his hand twitched and moved. So they rushed him into surgery for a brain injury. Ah. He was actually in a coma for a while. They said that he probably wouldn't walk or talk again, but he did not believe that. Less than a year later, he is doing both of those things. The kid's even playing basketball. Nice. Wow. That's really good, man. As a mom, like you got to be mm. like, uh, like so thankful for every moment after that. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. And then finally, remember the story of the Burger King uh, worker in Vegas who got a gift bag to thank him for 27 years of work. And it was like coupons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so, it was very uh, uneventful. It, it, it would have been better to do nothing, uh, you know, at that <laughs> point. Well, people started donating to him online. They did a GoFundMe for him. And that GoFundMe now is up to over 160 grand. Oh, Are you kidding me? I am me? not Whoa. making this up. Yeah. So he says he'll use some of the money to help his grandkids go to college. College and not work at Burger King. So oh, no. there you go. Although it worked well, out for him in the end. That's yeah. true. <laughs> and that's going to do it for your good news. Giddy up. Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show. I've had the privilege of knowing Betty Rock for about 15 years now and working very closely with her. I've got to watch her grow as a person. As a professional, as a believer, all the things. Wow, thank you. And uh, I've seen her really find her voice lately. And it is not... I know some people might think that that's annoying um, or or problematic. They do? Some people might. I'm I'm not saying me. I'm saying some people might find that challenging. It's a little scary. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah, it turns out it's a loud voice. Uh, uh, But I've seen her be more assertive in her older age, and and I respect that. I respect that. Thank you. And yes, I am learning to be more assertive, especially when it comes to the uh, strangers that I live in close quarters with at Mm -hmm. my apartment. Apartment complex. So, if you've ever been, if you've ever lived at an apartment complex, you know that typically there's trash pickup, but there's only a, a certain window of time that you can put that out. Right. Well, you know those those things are told to a new resident when they first move in, but sometimes people just don't pay attention. Then they decide they're just going to leave trash out whenever they want. My world, my rules. So yeah, I'm just going to do willy nilly, going to do whatever I want. Exactly. The problem is, is that when they do that, it brings bugs and critters. And then those bugs end up being in my apartment, and I didn't do anything wrong. So I have been telling the front office, hey, this is an issue. And they just keep sending emails to the residents in my building saying, hey, this is the time that you're supposed to pick up the trash. Yet they're still not doing it because I don't think they're they're checking their email right, address. Right. So I've decided I'm going to take matters into my own hands. I love this you. I, <laughs> I am going to print up yeah. some notices, okay? okay. Oh and it's going to say... Attention, um, trash pickup is between these days at these hours. I love it. 
please follow these rules I or whatever. It. And then I'm going to tape it to everyone's door. I now, I it. was thinking, too, I might tape one to my door. Yes, you have to. You know, to just Good. to make sure people yeah. know it wasn't me. Yes, you know? absolutely smart. I don't, don't want to be known as the Karen of the building. Right. I'm not totally brave. But, <laughs> but I also, I'm like, it's common courtesy yeah. to just keep your trash in your apartment until it's time absolutely. for it to be picked up. People just are, they do their own thing, unfortunately. And so here's the deal. I love the idea of putting it on your own door as well. That's very smart. I would go one step, little step further. Uh-huh. Uh, just go online and download the logo of the apartment complex <gasps> and, and, and put it onto the paper so it looks like it's official. And I feel like you would never lead me astray in this. Never would. So, no. no. Put I the think logo that's a great there. idea. Yeah. And, then, and then when you do it, like sign management. Mm, uh, and, and just put a little scribble signature at the bottom. That's exactly yes. it. See? And yes. make it look as official as possible mm. and then see what happens. I love this idea. <laughs> Betty Rock taking uh, the power and taking uh, things into her own hands. That's right. I love it. You're a master of your own destiny there. Good job. <laughs> uh, 855-33-WAY-FM. Maybe this is inspiring you or maybe you have already been that person that found your voice. What is a time that you had to take things into your own hands and take action just like Betty Rock? Because you went through the right avenues right. to get it done correctly, as asked, yeah. but you're just not getting the results you want. Right. So you have to take it into your own hands. Yeah, you got to be a man or a woman of action. That's right. Almost like a superhero. That's right. Not all heroes wear capes. That's right. Betty Rock. Not well, they don't even always wear shoes. Uh, <laughs> 855-33-WAY-FM is the number. I'd love to hear your story of emboldenment. Yes. And when did you take matters into your own hands and become a person of action? So, uh, Tiff, have you ever taken matters into your own hands? Well, I, I generally don't. I'm usually the, the type that just kind of likes to just let the water roll off. But um, like her, I live in an apartment complex. I live in student housing. And I love where I live. It's great. And we have a little balcony area. I'm on the bottom floor. So, you know, you can go out, enjoy, you know, some re- relaxing time, except for my neighbors have a dog above me who they let just go out and use the bathroom. So, <laughs> on the balcony? It, on the balcony. <gasps> and it goes right down. No. And I've, um, I've, I'm not even kidding. I, so I've taken plenty of pictures, but my father has, uh, he came over over the weekend and, and put up a tarp, you know, at an angle. So, mm-hmm. you know, conveniently it can just, you know, roll off. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to do that because common courtesy would dictate, hey, don't let your dog go to the bathroom on a porch with slats and holes in it. So I did go across the hall, you know, go across to the clubhouse and, and you know, let them know that 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 happened and then I said please don't let them know it was me but how do you not you know of course they know mm-hmm. it's going to be me yeah this one's hard to hide the fact that it's you complaining I get that because I don't want drama in my neighborhood or no. especially with people that live above me because they can make your life miserable so but, that's tough but common courtesy says you don't let your dog right. go to the bathroom on someone's porch yeah that's insanity <laughs> so I'm just going to pray about it Pray about it or electrify that porch. Okay. <laughs> That's plan B. <laughs> yes, pray first. Just a little shock. Well, thank you, Tib. You're the best. Tib's like, I got to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> when was that time that you took matters into your own hands? So my family and I have moved around a lot, and we have had to find different churches. So I found one that I really liked, but I didn't really feel like I was welcomed there. But I stuck it out for like a couple years. And finally, I decided I'm going to be the welcoming committee. So the next new family that came in, I welcomed them. I said, I'm so glad you're here. And about a year later, that same family said, 
This is the most welcoming church we have ever been to. Oh, that's uh-huh. really great. Did you guys have a welcoming committee, or did you kind of just informally start it all yourself? I know. I, I just was the welcoming committee. But Good now, at my church currently, I actually got put on the undercover greeter committee because... We're like the people who are supposed to welcome people that we don't have a name tag on. Uh, so it looks like we're just being friendly. You know? Stealth. Yeah, but wow, that's calculated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Undercover greeter, I know. I won't tell you what church I go to because then, you know, the whole thing is blown. Yeah, that one seems a little odd to me. I get it. It's kind of smart, but it just seems sus. <laughs> well, we have, we have real greeters that, like, greet you at the door. Yeah. But my job is to, like, look out for the people that obviously aren't connected. Right. And when they're standing around drinking coffee, introduce myself and just right. make sure okay. they know they're seen. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, it yeah. sounds like a cult, but like, I, like, uh, but no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> a welcoming cult. Right. Yes. One that really yeah. is glad that you're there. Yeah. And you know, I really wanted to encourage people to welcome people out there in church. Absolutely. And that's kind of the reason I called in because I've been a Christian for a long time, but I could have easily left that church because I didn't feel welcomed and drawn in to their community, but I didn't. And so I just was the change. And I think everybody else can do that too. Well, that's the end, but it doesn't have to be. Check out our Aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group made exclusively for you potties, the link is in the description of this podcast. Thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do. 